Hello and welcome to episode 77 of Wing Sauce, the Paul Coffee edition. Oh, um, I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I I think Svechnikov wore 77 for like a real quick yeah. minute, but uh, yeah, come no, come on now. Um, yeah, that's like, that's almost, yeah, you can't, you could not not give it to Paul Dude, Coffee. I think, did Adam Oates, no, Adam Oates wore 21 in Detroit when he was with us. Kind of crazy that he was with us, but. Um, that is crazy. I always forget about that period. Yeah. Well, we get, we drafted him and then like we we knew we didn't really know anything about him and then uh I think we gave him away in some like blockbuster trade or something. I forget what it was. Turned out to be a pretty good player. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh man, it's it's been it's been a little bit uh a little bit of changes going on in the hockey world and everything. So uh let's do some catch up. How you guys doing? Well, let's start with you. You're the one. Yeah, the I was going to say. If, I think that the change is more on your end, Tyler. So why don't you? Why don't you? Oh, gee, tell yeah, us how you're doing. Cha- changes in personal life. Yeah. So I'm. I am a father now. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, father time. Yeah. My um, my son was born. He's already got gray hair. <laughs> no, come on now. Hey, I I would rather go gray than lose my hair. So that's fair. You know, mm-hmm. I I ta- I take a a Drew Miller all day over uh, Ryan Getzlaff. I think, yeah. off, I think you can pull off the the bald look, Tyler. No, hell no. A, I have a gigantic no, no. noggin. There's no way. That doesn't say. That doesn't say. Did he be so intimidating with a gigantic bald head? Oh no, uh, well, dude! You, you know, intimidating people would be freaked second. out. People would be like, "What is this guy? Who the cone head? Yeah, he's he's like <laughs> from bit. a different planet. Who is this guy? Anyway, yeah, your child would start crying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so my son was born um, Tuesday. July 13th at 5:03 um unbelievable it was just the the whole Name. oh Lincoln James Borshers thank you yes sir so um did he fit to that wing sauce once yet not yet um not yet. that one we we washed it and that's going to be for like when he is like 1 to 2 months he already he already gained a pound and grew a half an inch oh wow in the uh in the less than two weeks that he's been in this world. So, so um, not to steal your thunder, but my sister actually had her child last night. Oh, wow. Or yesterday. Oh, awesome. Uncle D. Yeah. Uh, nine pound, two ounce baby. Damn. Yeah. 20 inches. Her name was Madeline. Very nice. Yeah. Madeline Grace. My, my son was 20 inches as well. And he was six, six pounds, eight ounces. Okay. Pretty classic. Yeah, nine, man. God bless your sister. Yeah. Yeah. But uh soon Connor will have some news. Oh yeah. That's right. A couple weeks. Right after, yeah, it's like a couple weeks, right? Like what what are you like a month out? Yeah. So uh, just just over date, a month. Yeah, no, just under. Due date's on the twenty fourth. Um Ooh, and, yesterday, and today's the and we're recording on the twenty fifth. So yesterday we were like, oh, one month from now, like the twenty fourth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, under a month, but we were we we tell people like our our uh, partners in this baby journey have now left us with uh, Tyler and his wife. We've always been it, it, like you know even from the very beginning, <laughs> you kind of are you're close enough where you're like oh you're kind of doing the same things. You guys are obviously a little bit ahead, but now you have a real baby in the world. And we're like oh my gosh, we were, we're just by ourselves now. There's just nobody else that's pregnant with, with us. What the heck? <laughs> so. Thanks for leaving us behind, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it 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 serves as kind of like a precursor to to you guys. So we will still be able to give you 
like uh like if you have questions or advice i mean Liv and i are, are doing as as well as we can i think we're doing a great job but you know it's all instincts, Maybe all man. The still. it's yeah it's it's all instincts man no one knows what the hell they're doing and if anybody does tell you they know what they're doing they're they're fucking lying <laughs> so i like to hear it but yeah good i'm a, yeah i'm i i think the um very last thing on that i feel like the hospital should give me like a manual i i it's surprising that they just like leave babies with like these people <laughs> being yeah, a- they just like leave babies with these people that like probably <laughs> don't know how to handle a baby and they're just like all right have fun it, <laughs> be free it, it comes like it comes like with a like a car manual like it with yeah. with an index yeah We're trying <laughs> see page 68b <laughs> three through 12 <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, that'd be too easy then. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think they do have a book called uh, "Parenting for Dummies." Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, they do. They've got lots of books like that. Oh yeah, I read. I read a book that was like, uh, like he's like, I actually read that exact book. No, it it was. I forget what it was called. I think it was something like uh, "Pregnancy for uh, for New Dads" or something like that. And it gives all the stages from when. Uh, when your wife is first pregnant all the way until they call it the fourth trimester, you know, after the baby's born and kind of the first, I read that one months. too. Yeah. That was a good one, man. That, that actually helped me mm-hmm. get really prepared. So I can't yeah. tell, I can't tell if Connor's being facetious. No, I did. I did. It's a good oh, one. Okay. I think I, okay. I, Cause I think I got it from you guys, Tyler, to be honest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was like, we gave that to someone. I don't think we gave <laughs> it to Jordan cause he already has a kid. So he already knows what to do. Oh my yeah, God. He wrote the book. Tyler's like a dad brain can't remember shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I know that's a. Uh, I got another gift awesome coming your way, by the way. Hmm? I have another gift for you coming your way. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is very generous. We should have gifts coming to you. You got the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I uh, then I'll, I'll be looking out for it. I I'll, t- I'll I'll talk to you after this. Yeah, we'll see you time. Um, but I know I can talk babies for for the next hour or so, but we got a lot of hockey news to get into. Yeah. This uh, is kind of like well, babies, right? This is <laughs> the, it's the, it's the uh, entry draft. Yeah. yeah the exactly. draft. So it's kind of like, you know, That's babies true. with old people. You know? Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Lincoln was taking notes for the past couple of days, figuring out, you know, in 18 years from now, uh, 2039 draft. Uh, well, he, yeah. he hits the ice next week. So, um, as Iserman's like trying to scope out his team for his 18th <laughs> uh, Stanley Cup with the Red Wings, hopefully, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of before the the draft though. There was a lot of trades going on. Um, I don't know if we want to start there, guys, or and just to answer your question, Tyler, you asked how we're doing. I'm doing well, Dustin. You're doing, doing well, well. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that that kind of sums up my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much. Not fair but, enough. Yeah, I mean, where where do you guys want to start? Um, I was thinking the, the, um, expansion draft. So Seattle taking that trash from us. Yeah. Thank you. Dude. I mean, to be fair though, I kind of laughed at the, the, the players that we had listed up. I mean, Seattle's kind of fucked one way or the other. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, man, he, he does have out of all of the players that were, that were exposed, at least for the younger ones, he might be the one with the most upside, which I know is not saying much, but he was drafted in 2016, 20th overall. He was supposed to be this great offensive defenseman. If you look at what he did in the, in the WHL, um, he was very, you know, he, he put up numbers and then that just never translated. And um, 
you know, well, lucky, lucky for him, Carly's listed as an extra. Yeah, exactly. So he, so he just never got it going for us, man. It's, you know, no hard feelings or anything. It's just see you later. Yeah. I mean, the Seattle team, to be fair, I do, it doesn't look like the Vegas team. I think a lot of the teams learned from that expansion to not be trading players away because that kind of burnt them in the end. Um, if you notice a lot of, there wasn't that many trades with Seattle trying to protect certain players or anything like that. It was kind of pretty straightforward. And, yeah, I I'm kinda, I was kind of like confused at Seattle's plan. Like, they can looking at their roster, they yep. have some guys that I'm like, oh wow, they're trying to win, and some guys are like, oh, they're clearly just like picking this guy yeah, and they're th- trying to <laughs> be bad and tank for like a good round. So I think. Pick. So I'm hoping I'm hoping what they're doing is they're waiting until free agency opens up, and they left some cap space for them to be able to sign some players in free agency. Um, can't really confirm that because I don't know, but that just seems like something that would make sense. Yeah, but then like I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. They're just their roster didn't even. Maybe that's the case. They're just planning on like just releasing these guys or whatever, moving them down in the organization. But it was just weird because there was other. They look top heavy. Yeah, yeah, and like no depth at all. It looks like all they had was like forwards. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Obviously, but um, they. I, I was just a little confused at their plan of attack there because their roster right now looks like they're taking an L uh, every game. But hey, that we've said that before about other teams, and they come out and looking amazing. So who knows? Hey, they got a great second overall pick in in Maddie Beniers, though. Um, oh, there you go. So they're, they're mm-hmm. I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say. I mean, like well, we we everyone is going to be comparing any expansion team. If any more expansion teams or teams are moving or whatever to Vegas, uh, to Vegas. And, and it's unfair. You just can't do that. Um, it is unfair, but it's, it's, it's the, it's the best example we have in the modern expansion draft. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. Because I mean, when uh, I think it was Nashville and Columbus came in at the same exact time, or um, maybe it was Minnesota. I can't remember, but there were multiple teams that came in at the same time. So it just, it wasn't the same. You have one team uh, coming in in 2018 with the Knights and now you have Seattle coming in. So, so I don't see another team being slotted for some time. I think we're good at 32. I I don't think there's going to be another team for some time. No, 32 is a sweet spot. That's kind of what they've been wanting to get to the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, And if anything, teams will be relocating. That's what I was gonna say. If anything, maybe a couple of California teams might not be in California. Yeah, or I mean, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. There, there could be some teams moving. Everyone says Quebec, you know, the uh, Quebec Nordiques and all that. They, no, no, we're good. Yeah. Um. So speaking on the draft, uh, Michigan actually made some history with having uh, three teammates picked picked in the same top round. I think they had five players in the first round. Or yeah, in the first in the first back to back, like one two collegiate yeah. picks yeah. as well. So they they did uh, five. What, what Thank you, it? Luke. Four, four. Yeah, right. Yeah, Luke Morgan was. Where, where's his contract? By the way, he fed these guys all all last season, the season before. I mean, he's he's not getting any recognition. What the hell's that no. about? Um, no. But Let's yeah, slot him in, right? Yeah, just you know what, get get him on the wings. Let's go. I don't see, I don't see this year. Uh, I'll give Eisman a call for this. <laughs> well, so uh, speaking, well, not really speaking of of uh, this, but uh, Dustin, this is this is your boy, Rasmussen inked a three year extension, 
with the wings with a uh, value just under 1.5 million. Uh, he's only 22. So this is kind of a perfect deal to, you know, for him to get out there and prove that he's worth more. And believe me, we all want to see that, but I wanted to get your guys thoughts on the extension. I think it's, you know, it's zero risk three years for, you know, essentially one and a half. Yeah, three years have, for one player. I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, you have three years where you're probably going to be at the end of th- this three year span. You're hopefully you're going to be in a really good position to be making playoff runs. The team's going to be in a great spot. You have three years. He's did not sign for much money and we pretty much have unlimited money right now in comparison yeah. to the rest of the teams. So this is a, uh, a low risk, potential high upside, possibly a high return if he's playing well for a, for a trade to a playoff team. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's playing well, I would, I wouldn't think twice about unloading him uh, this year or next year for a super, you know, the teams will, will trade for, for him. I mean, he's got no money attached to him. He signed for three years. That's, yeah. It could be another potential solution or uh, contract thing. Like we saw last year with yep. whatever his name was. He's a low dollar guy. He's young. And I think that he has, you know, he's a, he, he's a bottom six guy, right? He's not going to be, he's not going to be a top six forward that playing top no. six minutes. I think that, uh, again, he's young. Can things change? Yes. Put him around some people. Let's see what he does. But, um, and that's what, that's, what's so difficult. It, you know, we've been judging him off of his time in, in Detroit where we all know what that situation's like with, you know, really judge anybody off of the past couple of years. Right. In Detroit, you know, it's so hard. And that's the hardest part about being a, a coach or a GM here, I would imagine. It's like you have to watch specifically what guys are doing right, what guys are not doing right, like how many points they would get if they're like if you're wanting to go off a of point, which none of these guys do, then you have to watch the game and figure out how many missed opportunities from their line mates, how yeah. many, how many yeah. minuses are their fault, where are they, are they in the right or wrong position? Yeah, all of these things. It's I feel like it's more detailed, more breaking down the players individually, like you're saying, Connor, as opposed to kind of looking at the lines essentially to say, okay, yeah, they're clicking or not. But like you're saying, when you don't have a team that's playing well, you kind of have to break it down more. In depth. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, and I know we're getting getting a little bit of a, ahead of ourselves, but I think we're going to be in a really good spot next year to uh, solidify. Maybe this is a good transition because this might be the next thing you want to bring up, but our back end is looking better and better with the more picks and the more players that we have coming in and in our D and especially goalie for next year. So I, you know, you have, if you can have your back end solidified, you can really start focusing on your forwards and then actually figuring out who you want on your top three lines. And then, and then, you know, if you're not performing at that point, you got to hit the road because before it was always like, how are these forwards going to be able to, do anything if you can't get the puck out of your zone like how can you even see who's good and who's not when they're getting zero points because right. they time and attack is like 40 to 20 yeah yeah and and uh well connor we're, we're definitely going to talk about the the draft and obviously um you know the we're, we're going to gear towards more like the the first round picks uh and you know we'll, we'll kind of discuss everything later on but. so hold up hold, before you even go in there so i wanted to mention one thing a lot of people were talking about Carey price being picked up by seattle um did you guys see he's getting knee surgery oh no yeah i see knee surgery this offseason so I'm, I'm curious if that's why like a sick it's kind of sick but montreal's like all right well you're getting knee surgery we'll go ahead and let you be open to it has he had has he had knee surgery before I don't think so. Mm. And that's yeah, going like to be ready for the start of the season though. Right. 
Yeah, they, still, they, said, yeah. they said that he should be ready by, by the start of the season after 10 to 12 weeks of rehab, but... Yeah, I mean, it's still needs surgery for a goalie, yeah. That same yeah. with uh, Yanni Gord. They, you know, Seattle just picked him up and he's having sh- uh, shoulder surgery. He's going to be out for like four, four to five months. Yeah. So kind of crazy, but yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, with, with Tampa, they're loaded, right? And I overloaded. I, That's I was, why they had to get rid of some people. I was kind of, you know, shocked that they didn't protect a guy like Yanni Gord, but at the same, you know, in the same breath, you know, they have so many people to, to protect and, you know, you can kind of understand looking at the, at the roster, why they chose to, to let him go. But um, it's almost like they were like, Oh, I, this is, this decision is so hard. How about you guys make it for me? And just like, yeah, anything would be a blessing in disguise. Cause they don't have to make the decision. Like, right. Whatever it comes, they're like, fine. I don't even care. <laughs> we need to make a decision. Yeah. And Connor, going back to when you were saying that we kind of bolstered our back end, so, uh, not we'll start with the goalie pre-draft, you know, that's, that's what I was Is talking it, yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how, I don't know how Steve Eiserman can, can get these deals done, but he, we traded Bernier for a 2021 third round pick from Vegas, by the way, it wasn't even our pick Thomas Tatar to, yeah, to Carolina for Alex Nadalkovich, a Calder trophy finalist. All right, so what I read on that, Tyler, is that based on last season, he was coming up for arbitration. The issue was is Carolina didn't have a leg to stand on when it came to arbitration due to the fact that there's very small example sizes of a player coming into the playoffs and just tearing it up. Sure. And so Carolina was worried that they, he was there's going to come in and ask for quite a bit of money and they were going to have to give it to him based on arbitration because they really didn't have a defense when it came down to that. That makes um, sense. Also, hold, hold, hold on. Also, I read that they're trying, they're, they're trying like this next year, they're making a cup run again. They want a veteran goaltender that's going to win them a cup. That's, this is an article from the athletic. It makes sense. Yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't have a veteran goaltender that's going to help them make a cup run though. Really? I mean, they have some goalies in their system. And they're now, willing to spend the money. They're willing to spend the money. That was the whole point of, uh, of, kind of giving up that contract yeah, but, the, but the thing is they don't have they so in our the arbitration thing doesn't really make sense because he wasn't asking for a lot he was asking for three and a half which i think was more than fair so well, what, i don't what know was, we got him for three <laughs> yeah what was bernier um what, what same same deal it was it was three three five or whatever um well we can expect these numbers to to change with him being in Detroit next season, guys. But I wanted to just go real quickly over his uh, last year stats as a 25 year old rookie. 23 games played, 15 five and three record, 1.9 goals against average with a 9.32 save percentage. So we can see, you know, Carolina's defensive core is a little bit better than Detroit. By that I mean a lot. Um, so we can expect some changes. He's not going to have that same thing, but I, I think he's going to give us that same amount of confidence that Bernier gave us, maybe even more. Yeah, and 23 games played in the regular season is not nothing. It's not like he came up and was playing off and on for six games. They had three solid um, goalies that they played last right. year. And, and like, so and it's a short season they, too, by the way. And yeah. he's got an, yeah, so he pretty much played uh, a third of the season in a shortened season. And then he played nine playoff games, which nine playoffs ga- playoff games is like 20 regular season games. If you yeah. ask me, I mean, especially for a goalie that someone, someone that is so rookie hasn't been there before. 
and in the goalie position is so mental. You see goalies break down all the time in, in the playoffs, and it's just like one goal here or there. So to see him uh, be mentally strong and mentally there, that's kind of a, a really good sign for a 25-year-old rookie to come in and know his, know his talent. So I'm excited for him. I know that our back end isn't as great, but you know you have some really good guys coming in. We just drafted another uh, first round overall or first a tree. pick overall. Yeah, but and then Man. with, with Moritz coming coming over this uh, this year, I I don't know. Back end's going to look better, and the goalie's going to look a lot with better. Nick Letty just, too. Yeah, we didn't even bring up Nick Letty. Yeah, true. And but like going back to your point though, on the, I don't know what Eisenman has over all these teams, but he's winning. 100% of these traits so far. He, so. Had, Tony, he goes in there, he goes in there, just looks at it's him. Hypnosis. It's, it's, it's hypnosis. It's absolutely hypnosis. Yeah. It's yeah, so it funny. Did, you guys saw that little clip of someone asked like, like why, why would uh Carolina yeah, be was, comfortable with doing that? that live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he was like, well, I don't know. You're going to have to ask them why they were comfortable doing that. <laughs> he, just, yeah. like, he knows he, he, as soon as he hung up the phone, you can almost like see him like, wow. That was a lot easier than it should have been. <laughs> well, some like I said, like like no different than Seattle, right? Some teams just have some weird shit planned. I mean, and, and we're going to talk about the draft, but uh, you know, some people say it was a crappy draft. Some people say it was a good draft for the Red Wings. Um, I, I'm kind of in between. There's a couple picks I like, a couple picks I didn't. Yeah, I I well, let's jump into it because unless you guys had any other news to get into before no. the draft. Okay. No, no. Nick Letty. Cool. I'm in for that. Yeah. But yeah, now go that, ahead. That's, that's where I'm at too. Yeah. Uh, we we not, can't not really, really you know, dive deeper into that anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, draft. Well, I mean, let's just talk about the, the first round guys. Cause be, uh, I don't really know much about the, the second round, third round, fourth, fifth and sixth guys. So um, and plus once you get to the fifth and sixth round, there's, Those aren't even un- unless they're diamond in the rough, you know, you're, you're not going to see the light of day. So, it, but prove me wrong. Anyway, the sixth pick overall, we picked a big D man, Simon Edvinson, which not surprised tip the cap to, to Dustin. He did, uh, he did say that he would like to see that last podcast. If people, uh, want to go listen back. Um, Dustin, although, you know, he didn't remember saying that, uh, I, I did remind him that he, that he, uh, he was right. So big guy, six foot five, he's, he's not a big point producer. Um, but again, he's, he's an 18 year old playing pro in Sweden. So people have to keep that in mind. You know, everyone rushes to hockey DB and elite prospects to, to search up, you know, all of their stats from, from when they were, you know, playing in, in squirts. So I wish there was a stat for like defensemen that shows like shut down defensemen, like a shut down defenseman stat. Yeah. Like, because plus, like, mi- plus minus is kind of like what they say for that. Yeah. But yes, I, I get that. But at the same time, that's not always just you though. But it's tough. No, it's I, not. But I think it's more towards like, it's hard to look at a forwards plus minus compared to a, yeah. a defenseman. Okay. No, you know, like, for instance, you know, Lin- unless Lincoln, you're double right? A. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, no, Dustin, I I think it would be cool if if there was a if there was a way for us to to get a stat based on someone's you know one on one you know their uh their shutdown percentage or something like that. But it's so difficult because what are they gonna what are they gonna have as a one on one or a two on one or it's just yeah, they're gonna would, be overanalyzing you know things. 
You know what I would look at? And that this doesn't really answer that is like one-on-one because you look at some of the guys we've had in the past and they're like the best one-on-one defensemen ever. But yeah. the if you look at plus minus and then tie that into time on ice, yeah, I think you can get a really good feel for how a team yeah. thinks their defenseman is. Yep. Because if you... If, yeah, so I think it's a couple stats tied in together. Because if you're if you're eating up twenty four minutes a night, you're a your first line, you know, top ten D man in the league. Yeah. Um, and, and if your plus minus is anywhere that's not minus thirty on a <laughs> on a bad team, then you're good. I I I like the uh, the pick though. I I think that he's going to be. Um, it's going to take him a few years, obviously, just like Moritz Sider and. And Lucas Raymond, you know, these are guys that Iserman is not rushing to get to the big stage. Cider, Cider, I heard might be sniffing next year. Oh yeah, but he was he was also drafted uh, two years ago, three years ago. Now he was drafted in 2019, so two years now. So I, I'm excited, man. I think we're finally starting to build a a, a blue line that we've been struggling with for years. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait. I can't wait to see Cider play here. Oh, I know he's gonna be he's gonna be the new uh, the new Cronwall, except more skilled. Cronwall two point Yeah. Um. But so I I know that this next pick here is very polarizing for for some people. They either love it or they hate it. Um. I got a stat on this next pick too. I do too. <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 irrelevant about the pick, but it's it's, it's more about go ahead. Well, oh man, we got a we got a stat off. I need to bring yeah, some stat right. for goalies, I guess. So, fifteenth uh, overall, we we gave away our thirty or what, what was it, guys? Our twenty third pick and our hundred and something, whatever. We traded two picks away to flip. No, three picks. No, we didn't trade three picks. We 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 flopped our we flipped our fifteen or I'm sorry, our twenty third for a fifteen and gave away two other picks. We didn't trade three picks because we gained that 15th. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So yep. we traded up to get Sebastian Kosa. He's a big six foot six goaltender um, who was, we were just talking right before we started recording. He was uh, unanimously selected as number one, the number one goalie in the draft by NHL scouting. Um, last year, as a 17 year old in the WHL, he had a 17-1-1 and record with a 1.57 goals against average and a 941 save percentage. Um, and, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Now, everything's going to be different when he gets into the NHL. It's going to take a little bit. But um, I know right. Dustin so, was not excited about this pick, so I'll let you, let you talk about right. it a little bit. So... Out of first round NHL draft picks, <clears throat> there's been 68 total. Um, 69, I'm assuming, with uh, most recent. For goalies? No. Nope. 68, yeah. 68 first round draft picks for goalies. Out of that, <clears throat> currently, there's only 12 that are currently playing. Now, great, Wait, and, great how, and, how, and how many year, How many years was this? Uh, from, from the start of time pretty much so 1955 i think is the earliest one so some of these aren't going to be in there right but uh, here's the players that was the rate them off flurry rask dubnik barlamov bernier vasileski uh samsonov otinger yep. samsonov samsonov thank you 
Spencer Knight, and that's it. But wait, so but that's only that they're currently playing, but we're going back from 1955. Right, yeah. So I'm saying overall there's been 68 first-round draft picks. So 12 are currently playing in, yeah. in the NHL, right? Out yeah. of those, though, yeah, there's only like, about – there's like on. how many were playing in the since 1955, though, if there's 60, 68? I mean, could it be 68 players? It's probably not, but it could be like 40. 45 okay, or so like that. That's, okay, that's that's a stat. So the the uh, players that played a season or more, there's only been 35 of those okay. that have played a season, at least a season or more. Hmm. Well, so um, the point I was making is that I don't like with Connor. I don't like picking up goalies early on in the draft. I think it's a risky take. And and, the, and what I'm going to say is if I don't see him produce like a flurry, a price, a rask, it was a waste of pick. In my opinion. Okay. I, I think I think that's a little crazy to I, I I get what you're saying. Yes, with every player they need to prove themselves. That's not just with goalies, that's with every player, right? Um now I, I have to start off. I wasn't thrilled that we gave away two picks to to get this guy because I knew I don't know anything about him other than that he was the top goalie in this draft, right? Um but here's the thing. We are we have three we drafted three defensemen in this in this draft and four forwards getting a goalie is, I mean, would you rather have a goalie in the first round or rather have a goalie in it needs to be addressed. We can't just keep trading away pieces to get goalies in our system. Hold on. Hold on a second. Um, and if you draft one in the fifth or sixth round, they're not going to ever see the light of day. So it's a wasted pick at that point. So if you have the pick, especially they must see something in him. Now I do, you, you did say he needs to be the next flurry, right? So flurry was taken number one overall. I didn't, let's, let's I didn't say he needs to be the next flurry. I said, he needs to be like a flurry, a Rask, a Dubnik, one of those players, Carey Price. He needs to be a, a top end goaltender. Yeah. And I want to see him in the league in the next four or five years, max. Or yeah. again, there's, what's the point of picking him up that like, it's, it's, I get it, Tyler, but we don't need a player to sit in the AHL for six years. There's no point in that. Well, no, no one said six years or anything like that. I'm just saying for goalies, it, they usually do take a little bit longer to get into the system. But if he has a great year, let's say if, if he goes to Grand Rapids and he has a great year and he moves up, great, awesome. But, you know, Eiserman is not in any rush to – he wants to build a Stanley Cup contender, but – Right now, his he's just trying to build a competitive team. So right now, we have Grice and Nedeljkovic as as our goalies for for next year. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe we will see him in the next couple of years. Only time will tell. But yeah, every player needs to prove themselves. Now, when you said that he needs to be the next Flurry, or you know, he needs to be like a Flurry. Um, so this should like alleviate a flurry, like a price, like okay, a rash, like a we get it. You've said that I'm bringing up flurry because that was the first thing well, that you said. Because okay? he's, because that's the first on the list. That's, he's a number one rated goalie. So don't sit here and, and pick my point and say that I'm saying like, it has to be like flurry. That's a number one rated goaltender. I, I you're, you're focusing but, on the wrong thing. Okay. I'm, I'm helping you alleviate some of your concerns. Cause I know you didn't like the pick. Okay. So, in Flurry's last season before joining the NHL in the QMJHL, he had 10 games played. He had eight, eight wins, uh, one loss and one tie with a 1.98 goals against average and a 933 save percentage. 
Um, and in his first season in the NHL, I mean, he had an 896 save percentage, a 3.64 um, goals against average. I mean, goalies take a while to develop, man. So, so I, I, my point to you is just let's not let's not say that he needs to be the next this person or this person. Let's just see how he does. He's got to have a good team in front of him too. You know what I mean? Got it. Okay, great. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, so, Connor, what did you, you feel about what the you bench? Mean. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, I, I don't, I don't think it's like a polar. Well, the, people are very polarized by it. Clearly, I mean, <laughs> we just heard that. But the um, the part that I'm okay with is that I what I hate is that we're going into a lot of these drafts recently, and Tyler, we were talking a little bit about it before. But I didn't like how it didn't really seem like there was a plan, like a plan of attack in the draft. It didn't feel like we had any decisiveness at all. Um, one thing I do like that Eisenman did here is everything seemed like there was a, a, a very good and specific reason for making a move up or down or not making a move and just, you know, drafting in your pick. Um, so here, I mean, clearly they they saw something here. Uh, I you know, it, it is what it is. I think that they're they're making a decisive move to get somebody that they clearly liked, and that part I like. So it's more going back in the trust tree of uh, of Eiserman saying, "Hey, you guys, you guys know more than me in this, and you haven't proved me wrong yet. You're at least having a plan, right or wrong, um, to come up with these players." And I think I think that's that's good. So uh, as far as taking a goalie fifteenth, I. The only silver lining there is that we had multiple picks and I kind of agree with both of you. Do I want to see a pick very high uh, for a goalie in a draft? No, I, I think that's like just straight across the board for me. The only thing that's different that I wasn't really taking into account because it's not super common is when you have two, well, in this case, you have two picks uh, in the first round top 15. Um, so, right, was he, he was 15th overall if I'm not mistaken, yeah. was that 18? 15. Okay, 15. <clears throat> yeah, right. So like, that's not very common to have a team to have two picks. So I, when I say, you know, I don't want to draft a goalie, that's that's true. Um, I also usually think that you don't have another pick in the first round, especially top 15. Um, I That's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I'm not like super strong either way on it. It's, it's a bummer because there's probably some other guys in the league that probably will be on the team, you know, Dustin, to your point that, you could probably draft in the 15 spot that will be on the team in two to three years rather than that four to five where a goalie you're probably in that four-year period. Um, but it, it is what it is. And I think that, Tyler, to your point, if you draft a goalie in the fourth, fifth, or later, you're that's almost a wasted pick because your odds of having somebody come in the league at that point are go, go from what Dustin said at like 30 – or I'm sorry, 50% because yeah. that's basically what it was, right? It was like 32 versus – of the 68, 69 goalies. So um, a little under 50%, which isn't horrible um, to like basically zero. I would imagine there's very few goalies that are, that are in the league or have been selected like fifth round um, or later in, and then like play a substantial amount in the league. So mm -hmm. if you're going to take a goalie, do it high um, and make sure you have another pick on it, which is what we did. But either way, it's, it, uh, I, I don't. Oh, I don't ever like taking a goalie very high in a round or in a in a draft just because of the moves that you can make later on. Yeah, and I think that 
when 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 you have the the 15th overall pick or you trade up for the 15th overall pick you either you have two choices you go for best available or you go for what you what your organization needs and i think was that a sorry to cut you off yeah. like i don't know if you have this was he was he best available and he could fit in the organization because he was probably getting close to best available at that point being the number one goalie. I think he was, there was uh Dylan Gunther, I believe who was slotted at th- uh, third overall who. Yeah. And he got picked by Arizona. Yeah. Oh, he was ninth. He didn't, he get selected ninth or something. I don't or, know. Yeah. I, I can't remember either way, but um, yeah, I don't know if he was Arizona. best available at the time. Uh, I think the other goalie, Jesper Wellstedt, for some reason was was slotted higher than he was but um I, Dustin going back to the uh the flurry thing I was only bringing up flurry just because they had similar numbers prior to him getting into the NHL that's the only reason why I brought it up I didn't you know I wasn't trying to say that you were saying that he ne- he has to be the next flurry or he's you know he's he's trash I wasn't bring- I wasn't saying that at all so if that's what you thought then hopefully that'll clear some things up but um is there anything any other news any anything else you guys want to talk about no i think that having uh three what was it it was 4d no 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 3d four forwards and a goalie yep right is that the yeah so that's how we ended up in the draft um not too bad i think i mean i I think you're spread out pretty even if you would have told me that was the way he was going in the draft i would have signed up for it instead of going super top heavy bottom heavy or whatever uh i would have been okay with that before so i'll be okay with it now that it actually happened yeah (laughs) yep agreed so um anything else nope all righty all right let's get the fuck out of here see boys all right see ya peace